Today on the Bourbon Bites podcast, I'm sitting down with a group of friends and discussing the state of light whiskey in 2022. Plus, we'll be comparing Old Carter American Whiskey versus Obtainium Light Whiskey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bourbon Bites podcast. This week, I am actually on vacation in the great state of Florida, so I'm actually going to release a archive episode of the podcast, if you will. So if you guys remember, a few months back, I sat down with some friends from my local whiskey group, including our good friend Brandon, and recorded a series of podcasts on various topics. Um, And this one that I'm about to share with you guys, I wasn't really sure if I was going to release or not. So listen, we had been hanging out all day. We had recorded two podcasts, one of which had all hazmat over 140 proof whiskeys. And by this point, we were feeling a little toasty. So I apologize in advance for the hecticness of this podcast. um, But I thought this is the perfect time to share it with you guys because like I said, I'm on vacation. I really don't have my recording equipment with me. But I do feel like we had some really great conversations during the recording of this podcast, and hopefully you can appreciate it for that beyond the bit of chaos that surrounds it. But without further ado, please enjoy Cliffy and Brandy and the rest of the gang discussing the state of light whiskey and American whiskey in 2022. I am here again with my friends from Southern California. We are welcoming Brandon slash Brandy. It's Brandy at this point. Woo-hoo! Brandy's Brandy. here. Um, I'm a smart idiot on Instagram. We have Juan... Whiskey What's Padawan. Up? Whiskey Padawan on Instagram. And we have Aaron Artina, who is Whiskey Pear on Instagram. We have the crew here. I'm glad to be back with these guys to do another whiskey round table. So previously, you've heard us doing some flights. We did a blind flight. We did a flight of Jack Daniels Koi Hill. If y'all missed those podcasts, make sure to check out those replays. But tonight, Brandon has brought some very, very special bottles here to share with us. So one of these, um, Brandon's a little upset about. I'm not upset about it. Because sharing. if y'all missed it, there was a blind flight on my channel where we tried this whiskey along with some obtaniums, and um, this whiskey didn't do so well. It did very well. It just didn't come in first. There's a difference. Or second. It came in second. Mm. I don't remember, actually. It came in, like, third. So, we are bringing back the Old Carter American Batch 6. We did this one in a flight um, on my channel. It did not do well, but I'm glad to try it on its own. However, we're not trying it on its own. We're trying it with an Obtanium. There's a light whiskey here that is 15 years old. This one is 71.1% ABV. I have a feeling this is one of the ones we did on that flight. However, that was blind. We're doing it um, with them revealed here tonight. We're just gonna have a bit of a conversation on the state of American whiskey. Cause I know these guys are fans of American whiskey as am I. So we're gonna talk a little bit like it's 2022 now. Well, you know, we went through the pandemic. We went through the bourbon boom, which is still perhaps still happening. We don't know, um, but we're gonna drink some American whiskey tonight and uh, talk a little bit about um, where we think it's at. So before we get into this conversation, we're gonna do a fresh cork pop here of this Obtanium that Brandon brought for us. So Brandon, will you do the honors? I will, thank you very much, sir. Cheers all. The fun thing about American and light whiskey is that it's, um, it, it, unlike bourbon, it doesn't go into a fresh, freshly charred oak cask. It's typically second fill bourbon. Right. Yep. So both of these whiskeys were, uh, they did not enter the barrel into uh, fresh oak. 
Yeah, so American whiskey and light whiskey have both kind of shot up in popularity over the past, I would say a year, like a year back from now. I think it started really popping up. I mean, I'll give credit where credit's due. Cat's Eye Distillery with um, Obtanium, um, Old Carter with their American whiskeys. Light whiskeys really kind of gained popularity and I, I'm still trying to figure out like what that entails for a light whiskey. Um, and I'm very thankful for Brandon to sharing this old Carter and the Obtanium, which I, you know, I have a few bottles at home and he has one here tonight. So we're going to do a little bit of a deep dive in terms of like, you know, the state of American whiskey. Like we're looking at it from perspective. Um, we know the bourbon bubble is increasing very, very drastically. It's hard to get the bottles we want. And I feel like light whiskey and American whiskey have not really boomed in a way that bourbon and rye have. So I'm really curious to see like, is is light whiskey and American whiskey the, the way of the future for the next couple of years in American whiskey? What do you guys think, Brandon? I'm kind of with you. I Unfortunately, I think that is the future, but at the same time, is it gonna catch on? Because old Carter American is priced pretty, pretty high for MSRP in general, especially on secondary goes even higher. But there aren't that many companies that are doing a light whiskey or American whiskey to begin with. Especially one like Obtanium that MSRP is 60 to 70-ish dollars, depending on your area. Which is interesting, because again, like the Obtanium is a single barrel, whereas the Old Carter is a batch. Which doesn't necessarily warrant the extra price tag, but... How many distilleries out there even have an American or light whiskey? It's probably only a handful that are actually distilling and aging American whiskey or light whiskey. Well, we know MGP is producing for both both Old Carter and uh, Cat's Eye. Um, they are one of the, like, honestly, like, shoot, is there any other distillery in America that is doing... Penelope. Penelope. No, Penelope. no, no, Penelope is sourcing. Penelope is sourcing okay. their light whiskey from MGP. Michter's has an American... It is a whiskey aged in used barrels, most likely, for Michter's. Yes. So... Not necessarily the same as light whiskey, but a good point. It's an American <clears throat> whiskey. So, you know, I wonder why Mictors chooses to do that. You know, Mictors has a rye. Mictors has a bourbon. Why does Mictors have an American whiskey? I've always wondered that. I mean, they've had that for a few years, if not more. They've had that for a long time. It's probably because, again, you cannot, with American whiskey, you're basically aging the alcohol or the liquid in a used bourbon barrel. Right. So again, for someone like Mictors, you might as well basically take your used bourbon barrel and age more of your alcohol or juice in it, and there you go, to make your light whiskey or American whiskey. Mm -hmm. And they probably water it down so much because, again, I think it's only 40 or $50 MSRP, not like light whiskey or, or the old Carter, which is a lot more expensive. But again, the question still stands is how many distilleries out there do a batch proof or barrel proof? I don't know of anybody besides you've got old Carter, you've got Obtanium, and you've got Penelope. Is uh, Nassif? Uh, Na Nassif Family Reserve. Yeah, that's, yeah. so that's, that's the same company as Cat's Eye. Cat's Eye does yeah. like titanium. No, and... that's a good point because yeah. they are using that light whiskey in their um, Nassif Family Reserve. So, okay. so it's really interesting because, like, is it really just MGP that's distilling all the light whiskey right now? Besides Mictors, I believe so. I don't know. Like I said, again, Mictors those... doesn't call it light whiskey, but it... they, call, they call it American, right? Which I mean, to be fair, light whiskey was a term that was coined in the I think it was seventies or eighties. When, like, vodka and, like, gin were, like, trending. So, like, they wanted a whiskey that was, like, an everybody's whiskey. So they wanted something that wasn't, like, as harsh, as bold as bourbon. They wanted something light, which, you know, you, you use used barrels. It's hard to say. But when you do, you get a little bit of a lighter flavor, a little more of the vanilla, a little more of the sweet. Yeah. Um, and at the time, they were releasing it at low proof. But now we're seeing it at cast strength. And cast strength light whiskey 
goes beyond what we'd ever seen in, in castor bourbon. I mean, a lot of these are hazmat, right? Like they're they're over one forty proof. Some of them. Yes. Um, I mean, both the ones we're drinking tonight. We have a one thirty four point six proof from Old Carter, and a one forty two point two on the Obtainium. So we are delving in very high proof whiskey here. So I feel like there's been a bit of a twist in the past, you know, year or so, with light whiskey. Like, why have whiskey drinkers come around to enjoying this? Like, what? Why have we moved to this instead of bourbon? What do you guys think? I think it's partially about the offering. What's interesting about that light whiskey specifically is that around 2009 or so, um, Seagram's sold to MGP. And at that time, they'd laid down an enormous amount of barrels for light whiskey for blending purposes. Mm-hmm. So uh, those, those, those barrels sat around for quite some time. And now, from what I've heard at least, a large number of barrels in this brick house of what was considered light whiskey that's been sitting for much longer than originally intended. Uh, they originally intended to age for like 8 to 10 years, I think. This is aged for like 15 plus years. Most of the light whiskeys that I've come across have been, at least the obtaniums, mm-hmm. are 16 plus years. And I think that uh, MGP started tasting them and thought, well, this stuff is fantastic. We can sell it as a single barrel. Right. Let's, let's just do that. And they've been doing so. And that's how both Old Carter and and this light whiskey essentially came about. So yeah. it's kind of for, for, uh, fortunate in that like the barrels were laid down and ignored, and it's kind of that like mm-hmm. not an orphan barrel story, but like they were overlooked. They weren't used for you know secrets. Right. I think my first experience with light whiskey was the Obtainium. You know, I had several different single barrels of it, and I was like, what is this? You know, it's so different from bourbon. You know, bourbon, you get, like, the oaky, the, like, really rich, like, well-aged kind of notes. It's not as big and bold as, like, you know, like a oaky kind of bomb that I expect from a bourbon, especially at 15 years old. But you're still getting that intensity of flavors. I mean, you get the high proof. You get the vanilla. You get the caramel. You get that, like, really sweet whiskey flavor so it's really interesting that this new thing has caught on um and it's you know it's blowing up i mean obtainium you see for you know 60 to 70 dollars whereas old carter is bottling the same stuff at Amer- as american whiskey and it's going for what 130 ish 200 Oof, up to 200 so uh, that's it, it's obviously caught on so we're gonna do a little bit of a comparison here like i said brandon and i have done a flight where we blinded um some obtainium and some old carter um, but tonight we we know what we're drinking, so we're gonna just like you know have a bit of a conversation with our friends here, and uh, see what what we like out of each of these because these are very different price points. So you already you already getting some whiskey? Definitely. Let's do it. So we're gonna start with the old Carter here. Now this one is one thirty four point six proof, so it's a little bit lower proof. Age wise, it is a thirteen year, so it's very well aged. Um, you said it's a small, it's a batch versus a single barrel. It is so. a batch. There is some obviously older aged juice in it, so you got that going for you. Well, let's go ahead and try that and keep the conversation going. Cheers, Cheers guys. Boys. Oh, man. <laughs> you definitely get the proof on first sip. Oh, absolutely. Vanilla. Yeah, but it's tons yeah. of sweetness up front, too. Yeah. Like we said, it's almost like vanilla Again. sugar cookie. Oh, to me, sugar cookie, I was thinking rock yeah. candy. Like like yes. sugar, like sugar yeah. crystal. Yeah. Very, very sweet. Inter- yeah, intermingled with vanilla. Honestly, like... I know we've been drinking a lot tonight, but I say this one is almost like a rum, like high proof rum. I, like I it's very that. sweet with the sweetness of it, which is funny because again, it's it's an American whiskey, like you said earlier. It's light, which it's light on all the 
flavors except for the vanilla, the caramel, mm -hmm. but then the proof obviously does shine through. Right. But it's not that deep, dark, you know, bowl punch that you're, uh, a lot of bourbon drinkers are looking for. Right. It doesn't have the oak. It's, to me, it's sweetness, but it's, it, it's got complexity know. to it. At least this one does, but it's a different kind of complexity. But I will say, if you're opposed to sweet, you may not like this. Yes, I, I agree. This is a very sweet whiskey. It is sweet. If you don't like sweet, then this is this is not your jam. This shouldn't be for you. That's what made me think it was rum. It's like, it's 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 not like, like molasses. It's more of just like a... Sugar cane, like, like, what, what do you, what, you guys, what are you guys getting on it? Um, for me, it's completely different from a regular bourbon. If, if I place a bourbon side by side with this, I feel like I could tell the bourbon apart from this. This one's just amazingly sweet. Um, and not, not in a bad way either. It's just those, those, the sweetness really stands apart and um, you, you can feel that right away. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be fair, that's really all you get is sweetness. There's really yeah. no fruit aspect to it. There's really not that yeah. much oak or barrel influence yeah. on it. It's I mean, just sweet in the alcohol. If you're a whiskey fan, like, you won't be opposed to this. <clears throat> it, it, again, it also depends But it, if it's too sweet. Right, if me, you don't like the sweet, yeah. then you're not going to like this. It doesn't matter, you know, if you're a bird drinker or not. I think it's definitely its own category. For someone that's never had light whiskey, what would I relate it to the most? I'm, like, leaning, like, either Canadian... Okay, Canadian's hard to say because, like... We've had the privilege of trying Canadian at cast strength, which I think most people probably haven't had. Mm -hmm. For me personally, I think Canadian at cast strength is the closest thing to this. I mean, like 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 our Aaron said earlier, is it's literally like you can go buy a Michter's American all day, every day at any store. Mm -hmm. It's that, but it's just turned up with the alcohol. So you basically take everything that Michter's American is and turn it up. Turn up the sweetness, turn up the vanilla, turn up the proof, mm -hmm. and that's basically what you're getting with this old Carter. Yeah. And to mention, Michter's American is like 40 bucks or less. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's $40. It's, uh, I thought it should be on every store shelf. It should be everywhere. It's easily right. obtainable. Yeah. So I would suggest getting that first. If you do enjoy it and yeah. you then you want to stay to the next level, then you start looking for Obtainium or Old Carter if you want to put the money. But again, start you know start small and work your way up. Yeah. That Old Carter, what did you pay for that? M MSRP is you know, $1.99, at least in California. Okay. And the Obtainium, is this the one that I got for you? Yeah. So I think it was 70 Sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something we'll like say, that. We'll either way, yeah. Either way, it is re is probably approximately half price, give or take. Right, and that one is a fifteen year age dated single barrel. Yes. Light whiskey. Now, I will say, Old Carter has the brand reputation. I mean, Old Carter. They've done some. Brandon is the biggest fan of Old Carter. I I haven't had much experience trying their stuff. I know Mark and Sherry have been doing a fantastic job with this brand. I know they have such a fan base. Brandon's one of them. Um, what I've tried from them has been fantastic. So they build that reputation. So not only are they releasing a light whiskey, they are re releasing a light whiskey that they have batched together. They have you know this is what they're putting out. Like hey, this is Old Carter batch six of their American whiskey. So they've kind of vetted that you know as blenders. So they kind of set that, but but Obtainium Light Whiskey, on the other hand, is a single barrel most of the time. Um, now, Cat's Eye, you know, uh, Gene Nassif is doing a fantastic job with that distillery. Um, he's also putting out at, you know, 70 bucks or less. So mm. let's see, you know, that's a 13-year small batch. Let's try it compared to a 15-year single barrel and see how it does. Again, not that we're comparing, you know, which one's the better buy, but it's just, it's interesting, like, conversation-wise, like, is this the future of American whiskey as we know it? Because there's so many distilleries out there. Or obviously. potentially yeah. a, an amazing alternative to 
bourbon that has to go into new virgin oak, right? Because there was debate, you know, like, should we remove the new oak requirement for bourbon? I personally disagree. We should should no. not remove that. Bourbon no. should always be new oak. Exactly, which that's why this is an alternative, is because all these distilleries can, instead of selling their barrels to other countries or, or I guess, alcohols, whether it be rum, whether it be vodka, whatever, like barrel-aged, you might as well basically keep it for yourself and age American whiskey, because that's the only difference, as far as I know, correct? <laughs> yeah, let's try right. it. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Wow. That's <laughs> so good. You, yeah, knew, uh, you know it's good. You I know, I know it's, it's good. good, and it to me, it drinks way... It drinks hot. Like, this drinks way hotter to me it doesn't. than American. <clears throat> to me, it doesn't. To me, it drinks... Proof lies about the same. To me, it has body. This has body, mm. and this has character. I agree with you. I, I love the body in this, and as I've commented on, I love that, like, viscosity. Mm-hmm. Because I like good whiskey with good cigar, so... Oh my gosh, yeah, pairing that would wise, hold up. Pairing-wise, I think the obtainium actually, I would prefer it with cigar. It's so thick. It's like so viscous. There's and- more vanilla yeah. and sweetness on the old Carter American. Agreed. But the viscosity and mouthfeel on the obtainium is unctuous. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what is the proof on this again? Ooh, it's hot. It's so, 71.1%. 1.2.2. Wow. To me, that it, does, it doesn't uh, taste that, that Well, what's interesting is that the old Carter American That's Batch crazy. 4 was higher proof than Batch 6. So Batch 4 was 139.6. Uh-huh. But to me, it drinks like this 134.6. To me, it's incredible the difference in the palate, personally. I know you guys don't feel the same because I'm, I'm the odd man out, which whatever. Like, it is what it is. But the American's more complex, but I don't know if that's just because I'm swayed by old Carter being blenders. Or if it's because it's also a blended product versus a single barrel. Because how many single barrel products, whether it's American whiskey, bourbon, rye, whatever, how many single barrel products have that kind of deep, dark, bold, complex flavors in a single barrel versus a batch? In my opinion, that's an amazing conversation topic. Can you get an enormous amount of complexity without blending? Yes. I will say yes. But I will also say... There's an absolute art and talent to blending. Mm-hmm. I don't want to dismiss that. I think, you know, being a blender, I mean, Old Carter, Barrel, you know, yeah. all these other brands that do the blending, they're extremely talented. They know what, they know what they're looking for with their, their flavor profile. They're really skilled, for sure. I just think, I mean, looking at this Obtanium Light Whiskey, this is a single barrel. Now, that's not to say it's just a random single barrel. It could just, it could be a select that they choose to bottle. They know this is like legit stuff. Something about this to me is superior, and that's just my opinion. I, I, you know what, I've not had much Old Carter, Brandon. You've thankfully given me every sample of Old Carter I've ever had, um, but this Obtanium just to me is just just shiny, and it continues to impress me. Whether we're doing it blind or we're doing it right now, I mean, what do you guys, you guys, uh, uh, Juan and Aaron, what are your thoughts on uh, Obtanium or Old Carter? Uh, you know. Uh I, at first, uh, I didn't know what to think about the uh, light whiskey. I thought that light whiskey, um, you know, was going to be not that impressive as if, uh, you know, maybe that, it. oh, the fact that it's not bourbon and, uh, you know, the, the fact that it's uh, usually blended. But uh, but on its own, it's it's pretty amazing, um, especially at the price point that it's at. Uh, it's, it's affordable. Um, you get, you know, you get a high proof. Uh, whiskey that you can, you know, essentially water down to whatever level you'd like. It, it would probably stand up to an ice cube, and so you can definitely make it last. You're kind of getting your 
you know, best bang for your buck with this. So I, I'm, I'm pretty impressed and I want to see what, uh, what light whiskey will evolve into. Absolutely. What about you, Aaron? So the rumor that I heard is that basically a majority of these uh, light whiskey casks, at least from MGP, are gone. So oh well, great. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. unfort- unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see much more of at least these stuff. Don't tell them that. Don't tell them that. Then they'll like buy it all up, and we can't buy it anymore. <laughs> Just kidding. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, comparison-wise, between the two that we're drinking right now, I think that. Um, the old Carter is like a wonderful, sweet, vanilla sugar cookie kind of character, and I think anyone, anyone that potentially could enjoy a whiskey would like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the the Obtanium, it's a little bit hotter, but there's a little bit more character. It's it's kind of splitting here, so I, I really enjoy both. Yeah. Well, great point. I mean, I think. The future of whiskey is, you know, up in the air. We're all just kind of have our speculation of what's going to be trendy. I hope light whiskey continues to catch on. I mean, I think Cat's Eye is doing a fantastic job. Old Carter is doing a, a brilliant job at blending it. But I think light whiskey as a category should not be ignored, and it can be really fantastic when done well. So um, I'm really excited to see what's what's to come from other light whiskeys. I hope there's more of it. And Brandon, thank you so much for sharing these with us. I. I enjoyed them both. I'm still a sucker for Obtanium. That's like my jam. Um, but Old Carter, just as blenders, um, Sherry and Mark are just doing a fantastic job. So uh, cheers to y'all. Thank you so much for this conversation. And I'm looking forward to chatting more about it. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. cheers. cheers.